Calling all detectives. Catching a crook is generally the hard part of a job. But I once had a case of a crook who was easy to catch and impossible to keep. That is the situation on this page from my casebook. The casebook of Jerry Browning, private detective. One of the first things I, Jerry Browning, learned as a private detective was never make any predictions. The big police car came to a halt at the edge of a live barricade thrown around the Skylight Club building. Standing with me near the sound truck, Lieutenant Dawson of Homicide mumbled, Look, Jerry, here comes the commissioner himself. Disdaining to take cover, Police Commissioner Garrity strode toward us. Everything under control? Yes, sir. We know Slippery Clayton's inside that building. I tracked him here myself. The commissioner nodded. Good work, Dawson. I want Clayton taken. And after you take him, I want him kept. Dawson grinned. He's as good as taken, and I'll guarantee that he'll be kept, sir. The commissioner patted his shoulder. There's a promotion in this for you, Dawson. He glanced at me. What are you doing here, Browning? One of my clients, the Banking Association, also wants Slippery captured and kept. Dawson glanced at his watch. Careful now. Here we go. You men inside the building. The place is surrounded. Come out one at a time with your hands up. Clayton first. You have one minute before we open fire. Don't shoot. We surrender. Slippery Clayton came out first, was hustled into one of the waiting police wagons. The rest of the men inside the building let themselves be taken just as readily. Twenty minutes later, the entire operation was over without a shot being fired. Along with a dozen other men, Slippery was placed in the detention pen at headquarters. At ten o'clock the next morning, he was gone. Slippery Clayton had escaped again. Slippery Clayton, notorious hold-up man, demonstrated how he got his nickname by escaping from the police detention pen. Police Commissioner Garrity's eyes bored right through Dawson. So he won't get away from you, Dawson. You guarantee it. Lieutenant, you recapture that Clayton or I'll have you back walking a beat. And as for you, Browning, stay away from headquarters. I don't like your looks. Neither Dawson nor I said a word until the echo of Garrity's footsteps died away. Then, Jerry, I'm a plucked and cooked goose. I haven't the faintest idea how Slippery got out of that pen or where to start looking for him now. Any chance of us having bribed one of the guards, Dawson? He shook his head. Those men have been with the force for years. Besides, to get out, Clayton had to go through three sets of locked doors, three sets of guards. Are you sure he was ever in the pen? Dawson rolled his eyes. Are you kidding I personally took him downstairs, locked the door on him. He had no money, no keys, no tools of any kind. I guarantee that. I looked at him sourly. Dawson, if I were you, I wouldn't guarantee anything for a while. Come on, let's go downstairs to the pen. We talked to the guards, veterans, some of them with 20 years' service and unquestioned loyalty. Whatever way Slippery Clayton had escaped, he obviously hadn't done it with the connivance of those guards. Mr. Browning, our shift came on duty at 8 this morning. We didn't even know Clayton was here. None of us ever saw him before. In that case, he may even have disappeared sometime during the night. Dawson cut in. No, he didn't, Jerry. I talked to the head guard on last night's shift. 
Clayton was still in the pen when that ship went off. He got out somehow between 8 and 10 this morning. We tried questioning the other men in the detention pen, but that was hopeless. Some of the men were those arrested in the raid on the Skylight Club. The rest were drunks or bums who'd been brought in during the night on disorderly conduct charges and were in no shape to tell us anything. While we were there, one of the court attendants came down. John Smith! One of the drunks got up as his name was called, wobbled off with the guard. What'll they do to him, Dawson? $25 fine or 10 days in the workhouse? Maybe both. Why? No special reason, Dawson. I was just wondering. Since there wasn't anything more we could learn down there, we went on back to Dawson's office. Well, Jerry, looks like I'll be back in uniform soon. Commissioner always means what he says. We're not licked yet. There's some kind of trick to this disappearance. When we figure out how Clayton escaped, I think it'll give us a clue to where he went. I left Dawson with his thoughts of pounding a beat, then wandered aimlessly around the big old building. After a while, I found myself in a corridor leading to the magistrate's court. I glanced through the open doorway and watched for a while. John Smith! A man standing alongside of me laughed. <laughs> Smith! The old Smith, the Jones of Brown. Not one of them gives his real name. They pay a small fine and walk on. I stared at him. Yeah, they walk out. I found Dawson still at his desk. Dawson, I know how Clayton got out of here, and what's more, I think we can get him back. Come on down to the pen. We had the guards take every man out of the pen, identify him with an entry on the police blotter where the names of all prisoners are recorded. Just as I thought... Hey, Lieutenant, there's one guy here we got no record of. He ain't on the blotter. We took the man upstairs. At first, he claimed he'd been drunk the night before, had no recollection of how he got into jail or why his name wasn't on the blotter. It took a while, but we finally got hold of the cop who'd arrested him. Sure, I remember him. Said his name was Joe Brown. I stood right there when a sergeant booked him. The name of Joe Brown was on the blotter, along with a notation that his case had come up for hearing at nine in the morning. He'd been given a small fine and dismissed. Except that it was Slippery Clayton who'd answered when Joe Brown's name was called. Slippery Clayton, who'd walked out the front door while the man who helped him work the stunt remained in the pen as a nameless drunk. If we hadn't caught on to the trick, he intended to start complaining about mid-afternoon, and guards would have assumed he'd been put in the pen without booking just to sleep off his drunk and released him. As it was... You tell us where Clayton went, or I'll guarantee you 20 years for jail delivery. That was one guarantee Dawson didn't have to make good. The hoodlum broke down, told us where Clayton was hiding out, and inside of an hour we had Slippery again... This time in solitary confinement. Dawson didn't get the promotion he'd been promised, but neither did he go back to pounding a beat. Like I said, when it comes to criminals, the only safe prediction is that they'll be caught sooner or later. Listen next time to Calling All Detectives. Mystery drama, mystery quiz, and a chance for you to match wits with yours truly, Jerry Browning, Private Detective. 